0: Test test. Good morning. Are you there, Brian? I'm here. Cool. Uh you you found Stop the White Noise. We're gonna try this morning for thirty minutes or so. Brian Wolfmiller, pastor of St. Paul Lutheran Church in Austin, Texas, and I'm Pastor Jonathan Fisk, pastor at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Rockford, Illinois. No, we did not plan that, but both of our parishes and our worlds are experiencing too much white noise. What's in your way this morning, Brian?
1: You know, I've been at inbox zero now for approximately twelve hours.
0: Uh, and it stayed there overnight stayed, I got that I, so I woke weird. up this
1: morning and I was like blam uh I, I okay so maybe a couple of things um I, I I have that's been on my list for a long time to sort out just this just kind to of get back to inbox
0: zero up. at some point yeah
1: yep yeah. and um
0: I don't have a pen. I'll be right back I, I you have to talk and I'm not gonna know what you said that's really unfortunate but go for it
1: yeah, so uh, you, I, I've been doing this thing where I'm identifying the things that are sort of stuck. So I've got two more things this morning that are like, why are these, why are these so difficult? And so giving the attention to those things that are so that are so particularly difficult. So but what
0: are, I, what are the things that are stuck particularly? And then to, after that, tell me how you got to this identifying project. I, got,
1: well, I I was writing down on my kind of notes or one of the things I was writing down my frustration with email. For months now, yeah, I mean, right. it's just a constant sort of thing. So right. finally, this week, I was like, "I, I need to give some attention to, to this particular thing," and and I did. Um, so that then the other, so the two things that I'm looking at. I, so you do got to tell me on if you're interested in what I did for the email, or if you if you want to kind of look forward the two other things I identified as stuck this morning are um, that. For whatever reason, I, I want to be calling two, three, four members of the congregation every day. Wow. And it's just a a, a stuck thing. Yeah, it's sure.
0: Like... So that's a lot of emotional energy. Even though it's short time, it's a high mm-hmm. energy workload. And so mm-hmm. I can imagine how that could get stuck if it's not on habit already. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I, I, And I am so... curious about the email very much, by the way, because I kind of quit email. Mm-hmm. Like, not really. Like, I still check it and spend too much time there. But my solution was... I'm just not going to answer it usually, sometimes. And then mm-hmm. if it's an emergency five days later, they'll get it from me, but they should know better. If they know me, they don't send me email. Mm-hmm. I don't like that answer, but it was the one I had to go to because I was right with you. I'm like, I just can't do it. I just mm-hmm. can't do it again. No more two hours an email today. Nope, not going to do it. Bye-bye. Yep, right. So right. I'm very curious on all these answers so far.
1: Okay, so here's, so uh, now what ga- what kind of launched me into re- reflecting on this? I was listening to a Michael Hyatt podcast. Do you know this guy, Michael I Hyatt? I do. He's
0: a musician, right? No, right? he, Michael Hyatt guy?
1: is a, he used to be like the, he's a pro- productivity guy. He used to be the CEO oh, of like yeah, Thomas yeah. Nelson Publishing. Or something. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who wrote the, like, um, in fact, he was one of the reasons I ordered his like $70 yeah, like, right. quarterly planner. That's
0: now I know it, how I know his name is you sent me the the glossy, you know, cardboard thing, like eight by 11 proof for that or whatever. It was a, a sales pitch. It was like seven pages. We were, lo- I was looking at it. From you because we were thinking about oh how do we market every book so yeah mm-hmm, I know who you're talking mm-hmm. about now
1: and and so um anyway he has a podcast on email and he, and one of the just the ideas he has you got to limit your access and I said okay I I, th- I think that's a really interesting idea but how do you do it as a pastor that's the truth and, huh. and I want I want to have some sort of accessibility but yeah okay so so people are writing on the con- so okay so here's a couple of things that I did I I started setting up filters um, on my, to filter my inbox. So for example, I, there's a couple of people at church, like, um, president of the congregation, a couple of my elders, uh, Jonathan, our music director, Elsa, our church office secretary. Those are uh, those, that's all work stuff and that needs a pretty quick response. So I set up an inbox filter. This is my, in my Gmail. It's just a search line that searches the inbox for any email from any of those people. How long did it take you to learn how
0: to set up filters? If I Google filters, how long will it take me just to learn how to do one?
1: Thirty seconds.
0: Really? Okay. So fast it's, learn. It,
1: okay. So then, that's So good. then I just so and then here. So, so here's the little hack that I sorted out. I just made a bookmark of that filter. So you know, on your Google book in your Google bookmark, you just star it, and then I made a little folder that says email filters, and and then inbox, and then church. So I click on that link, and it just run it. It opens up my my inbox with only the emails from.
0: So people you put that church. into a hot link in your your uh, your shortcuts in your browser. Yep. And how long did it take you to do that? And what did you Google to figure that out? Well, I, it didn't take me
1: anything. I you just click the star next to the address, and it creates a book. It does mark. it already or if you're using
0: Chrome. If you're using Chrome. Okay. Yeah. So okay, th- these are important pieces of information. Bro. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> So, sure. so if you're using Chrome and you're working with Gmail and you set up your filter, it can double as a shortcut on your hotbar. That's pretty sweet. I'll have to say. That's a nice thing. Yeah. That's a nice here's thing. another
1: thing. So here's the other hack that I did. So if, if someone sends them an email from the contact form on the website. Hold on. I got a critique, though. That means Google yeah. knows everything,
0: which they do but they know it more i'm just just make sure I'm, they, I'm own a, just, I, they own it they own it they own you when they decide to say jump know, you're gonna have to I just i know i know i just hope they're when they turn off to the, the electricity possible. when they turn off the electricity you're gonna be like but i'm a pastor you'd be like i we got your email yeah, yeah I,
1: know. <laughs> I know i know i know
0: i'm gonna do it i, too, man. I, was I, I, to I tried to get away that. from it but i can't uh, oh
1: yeah i was listening to a jordan peterson podcast doing the dishes and and the google shut down his google account he was telling the story yeah right that. exactly
0: yeah and like that's your youtube account too Right. So that's all your YouTube yep. income, which is yep, really we're not living on that. But but um, I don't anyway, so so, not, not I distracted us there. Uh, bookmarking, bookmarking filters and you were going okay, so, from there.
1: So here's the here's the other one. This one has been huge. So if someone sends me a note from the website, that's generally a theology question or a thank you or a request for speaking, something like that. It's normally in other words, it's normally something that's not urgent. But, it, but there's a lot of them there. So I set up a fill. So whatever that comes in, there's a little note in the email that says from wolfmuller.co slash contact. So I, I did a filter that searches the inbox for any email with those words in it and blam, I made another bookmark. So if I want to, I click that and that just filters out the,
0: my inbox. With- so, so if I, if I can take this like to the, the theoretical level now, again, you're talking yep, about yep, the, yep. the tactic, the strategy what you're doing is you're creating multiple email inboxes. Complete, mm-hmm. so you never have to go in to find a folder. You just have different email inboxes for the same email address. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I mean, I like this because mm-hmm. then Inbox Zero can be church Inbox Zero, and uh, you know, spam Inbox. I don't, I don't care. And by the way, Google's pretty good at keeping the spam out.
1: Right. if it's actually spam right.
0: although I'm always getting subscribed to newsletters somehow and I'm not like saying yes I always unclick don't subscribe me right and-
1: well here's the here's the other little thing that I was just paying a little bit of attention to so there's some people who will send me stuff just regular stuff that's not personal it's just you know there it's like a newsletter from an individual sure and I realized I've I'm got three or four of those so um so I was thinking about I just you know a little bit of time thinking about this stuff so I'm like okay this uh, this guy is basically sending me You meant updates. to say a little bit of time smart
0: noting, but that's okay.
1: That's right. That's okay. This guy sending me – so I just drag his email to the updates tab and then do this to future conversations. So now this is, is – instead of coming into my main inbox, it's coming into my updates, into my so you promotions can ha- tab.
0: Promotions right. tab. Huh. Oh, and because so it just, fits with the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just scanning that. And then oh, ah, that's seems, this all seems like engineering hard to me. I'm going to get stuck for three or four hours in this test, Brian. That's why I don't do this kind of thing. But yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to shift the topic. I am going to try it. <clears throat> I have it all written down. I'm going to shift the topic, but stick on the topic. Because I, as you were talking about this, I remembered what happened that got me willing to go back. I mean, there was a, t- there was a time there when I had it set up and it basically I had an autoresponder. Like, if you're trying to get a hold of me, this is not it. And you know, if you go to my church, you have my phone number. Call me. Right. <laughs> no, stop it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get out of my email. Um. And you know, my 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 uh church administrator, parish administrator, uh, you know, she knew I'd get a hold of her and all this. But what got me to go back was something that I knew I needed for a long time. I probably still need another one or more, and you certainly either have or don't have them, but it's something that, as pastors, is really hard to talk about. Kind of like the whole, you know, how do you limit access and create access at the same time, mm-hmm. um, just because of human capacity. But the issue is then. What any person in, say, I'm not going to say my position, but in your position, I I don't know what the budget is at St. Paul Austin, but I imagine it's not small. It's not tiny. It's not minuscule. It's not a self-proprietor kind of organization. Mm -hmm. And um, so you have have lots of employees that are connected to this organization. And another person of a similar position as you, which would be a chief executive officer that's kind of the comparable position in any other business, would have a full-time personal assistant who by and large would usually read their email and answer for them. Mm -hmm. How does a pastor get that one set up? That's pretty impossible, right? Do you have it? I, right.
1: No, I don't. I so I do. I we the church has an office manager who does. She does manage my calendar, and she does manage That's my. Good. That's helpful. So so yeah. So she manages my visits. It's really quite nice. Um. So she's she's calling people. She's writing stuff for me. So if I have like official church correspondence, like if there's you know transfer letters to be written or received, right, right, or right. if there's if there's purchases to be made, or if there's research to be done for something. Or calendar sort of thing. I can hand that all off to her and she does that.
0: So that's great. So but what happens then, right, when you start to overload with requests from the community – read – internet um, that are asking for you pastor's time and your church considers you one who should reach out to all of these, right? And I'm just going to say, I mean, what happened to me is a miracle. Um, I had uh, this whole mad Christian organization by volunteer network thing just fall under Mm -hmm. my feet. And one of the first people to help wanted to help look through the original mad context. So I was able to like half my email inbox immediately by having all the email that comes to me Come through her first, and then I get summaries and descriptions and focal points and all this kind of stuff, so I can really focus my time on responding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's only for part of it, right? But it's it's huge. She's doing that for volunteer. What I would like to do is advocate that if you are a member of a congregation that is small and you don't mind time on the internet, you should ask your pastor sometime. Hey, pastor. You want to set up a filter for me to answer some of your email for you or dig through some of these? You know, I'm really curious in biohacking. Do you get a biohacking newsletter? I'll read it and give you the summary, right? Anything, you know, what do you need me to help you summarize, right? Mm-hmm. Pastors are just hard up for that kind of help. Um, and so for me, you know, I've got uh, a public life, which has led to some solutions. You've got a larger congregation, which has led to some solutions, Um if you're listening to this and you're a lay person out there, just know your pastor may not have any solutions. And this is real. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm spending time on this brand. Cause this was this is heavy. Like it's a lot of time. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of energy. Yeah.
1: It is a huge sort of thing. So, so I'm, I, and I was thinking about that too. If, do I want someone to s- sort through this? And I think so. I mean, you, you you know, also that I've got um my, my friend now, Noel, who, who lives in the Philippines and he, and I toss stuff to him all the time. Right, right. I found him on Upwork and, and
0: he and he's But you've just, also paid out of pocket for that all, all along, right? Of, right?
1: So I mean that's this right. is this
0: is my point, right? So here you have a pastor who, who has made enough money online, effectively, to turn it into paying for help online to do more work for the gospel online, but he's paying a pagan to help him. Right? And, he's you know, a Christian. Is he by yeah, the that's way. good to hear? That's oh, good man. to hear. And so he'll he'll read <laughs> stuff and he's like He's like, that was so fantastic. I really love oh, this Martin Luther. But you Luther. Didn't, when you hired him, you didn't know that, right? No, I, no, did. right, no, I didn't. Right, right. So my point is, so here you have a pastor taking it out of his own pocket, and I think we need a, a genre change in the church that realizes that some of these things uh, really should be done for pastors. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this for my congregation to hear it particularly. I think there's a lot of congregations out there. It's like, what's your pastor good at? Let's, why don't you promote him? Why don't you get him now, someone who does five hours of work on video editing his sermons for him every week? They live in the Ukraine, but they look sweet when they come out, right? What if you did that? Yeah, um, that yeah. kind of thinking, I, I just don't see it anywhere, you know. Uh, honestly, I've got,
1: I have a volunteer at the congregation. This is a huge one. Huge, huge. Uh, So I'm going to, I'm going to, he and I are having lunch tomorrow and I'm going to ask him if he's willing to take on more Yeah. so I could get him in touch with you and other, because he is, anytime we need, someone needs help finding a local church, Hmm. he goes and he digs in, he finds out where they live. He goes and he researches what good churches are around there. uh, And then he'll send him an email and then he'll follow up with them a couple months later. Does he have a website
0: for for that yet?
1: No, I don't okay. have a website with, so he, sh- he should but, get
0: himself like a place where we could like point him, like, like go I, talk so to So we
1: just, cause we just started, I, maybe we do because, because one of the things as we went online, you know, with all the Corona stuff. And so we're doing our services online. W- one of the things that we don't want to do is say, Hey. Instead of going to your church, just come and watch Saint Paul's video. We want to encourage people to go to their church. So it's it's this principle, you know. At mm. the end of every Wednesday, whatnot, it's I say, go to your pastor's Bible class. Go mm. to your pastor's Bible mm. class. Go mm. to your, mm. this is not a, the, 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 all the stuff that you and I are doing is it, this is nothing. It's it, cream. It, it, it's only a supplement. It's cream it cannot replace. Yep. A local congregation, pastor's Bible class. Cream on the co- and, on the top. And so. Uh, so to do that, we say at the end of the services now, if you need help, if you don't have a local congregation, if you need help finding one, write us a note. We have a volunteer who will help you find that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and that just filters straight to him. So he's probably two, three times a week. uh, That's a
0: lot of work as it is right there. uh,
1: Helping and, and a lot of international stuff. He just Uh, loves it. Absolutely great, though. Yeah. And, yeah. And so that what that allows me to do is I've got an email template. So when a question comes in and this is something else that I'm, I'm kind of honing in on this week as well. But when a theological question comes in, I'm asking the question, uh, uh, should I answer this? Can I answer this? And can I answer it now? Or does it take research or a lot of research? And then should I answer it privately or publicly, et cetera. But, um, but what I can say on most cases I can say this kind of question is really good for you to ask your pastor. If you don't have a pastor or local congregation, send me your zip code or send me your city, and I'll get you one.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I can.
1: So I so in my template, I can just I can further push, push that.
0: But that's where then having that hired person who sees the email inbox with those pre-described templates that are from you, and you've said if it's like this, say this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Tim Ferriss says. Do. I don't think there's anything sinful about that at all. I think it's quite honestly giving people what they need. You have to train then, under caretakers, helpers, lay people. I don't know. You know what is that role? Who the person who is got to have a theological bone, at least? Or no, no, that's not right at all. Though it, you just need the right uh, checklist. You need the right filter for them to go by. If a computer can do it to your email inbox, then they can do it with the responses. If right. they if they exactly. mention this kind of word, if they ask a question in this category, you know. Um, so I, I I like all this, Brian. This is just the email. You said there were two other things. You mentioned one, and yeah, we never so, got to the third.
1: So the 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 advantage of the oh, so by the way, this is one other little subtle advantage, which is really interesting, is that if I run the filter, and so I'm filtering my inbox with just the emails that are coming in from the website, what happens is I have all emails of a similar kind. So maybe I have, so maybe I have fifteen emails. I can scan them through. Yeah. And I can realize, I can if I want to. I'm like, all right, look, I don't have time for all this today. I can just snooze them all till tomorrow, or till a designated time, or I could just run through them all. That I'm going to archive that in a in, in an. A second, I have yeah. A, yeah, yeah an encouragement folder. Yeah. so I've got a little thank you thing that where I I could just, or or but this what, one. What you're a getting at there that's
0: really it. valuable, I think, is you remove decision fatigue from that process mm-hmm. of deciding mm-hmm. where to put these things because you've had yep. a pre made decision for you, right? Yep. And that's exactly again, I'm just saying. What I was talking about a moment ago is how do you extend that not only into receiving but into actively giving to others? Um, what's the what's the moral code for us pastors? And then what's the real context we live in in which you know people would even understand why we would want, we would want these kinds of things um, mm-hmm. in order to serve them? But then again, I'm still going to push back. So that's all an email. You said yeah, you, yeah, okay. you identified. So- three things you were stuck on email you fixed magically yep. cuz you're you're wow. like that and then what are the other two you you said the second one i didn't write it down so i can't say yeah, it yeah
1: that was uh, make, making member phone calls
0: member phone calls and then what was the third one you never said it
1: well so the third one i don't know if it's a, it, this is a it, it is this i so i'm writing now my first article from the slip box so this is maybe the most interesting Ooh, that
0: is fun it. yeah yeah so I, 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 got I i'll just say real fast i turned the corner i'm not even done reading it but i'm writing now i'm writing every book book so it just good it just happened so yay flip box it works <laughs>
1: yeah so, so this this uh i i have two articles due at the end of the month we're going to be out of town next week so i want to get them done this week yeah sure so, one on luther's seeing the world through spiritual eyes for doxology another lutheran witness article which i think will be about the lordship of jesus and um how we look at the world i also. like so i like how
0: you say another lutheran witness article like you're kind of well, it's getting old. It's getting old. I shouldn't say it like
1: that no, because no, you know I have three life
0: goals. I, I told you my three yeah, life yeah. goals, right? Yeah, and one was to publish in the Witness, right?
1: Publish in the Lutheran yeah. Witness and have a six pack and be able to do a muscle up. Oh,
0: so. six packs might not get there. Yeah, right. I might, yeah, I might not get there. Man, I got, the got as close as I ever too. got
1: when I was doing the stupid weight loss challenge a couple months Watching ago.
0: Watching Ted Naiman do those one handed muscle ups is another thing altogether. You know who Ted Naiman is? Mm-mm. carnivore doctor guy uh n-a-i-m-e-n he's doing one hand yeah it's just this guy's nuts absolutely nuts um anyway i got you off track again from- the, I,
1: so the, they started a blog at the lutheran witness i, I witness. think it has it launches on like july 1st and Did so they it, asked if i would do something once a month that's cool the they blog. used to have
0: one they used they to want have one online they want to bring it back uh, i guess or roy askins
1: I'm, wants this to be the lutheran version of the federalist
0: i forgot so. that roy went there
1: yeah oh well
0: good on roy Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. So anyway, so it's a it's a blog. It's not a it's not a or it's a blog thing. So
0: it's a monthly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. And um,
1: so I got so we anyway. Need, we, honestly, dudes. it's
0: amazing we don't have something like that as a church body. It's like, yeah. we're so now behind. We, <laughs> I don't so know now, why I, I never mentioned it when I was there. I should have said something. I'm like, you know, we don't we should have like an ongoing, every day. You should see this guy's pe- you know blog.
1: Yeah. Now we do. <laughs> yeah. Right. But so. So I'm writing. So slip box. So now this is yeah. the first. Like, I got the slip box and I'm writing it. It's really interesting. It's uh, so I'm working on this idea, of spiritual eyes. So I just I went through my cards and I pulled out the things that are related. I got 20 cards and I'm reading through. So I got I've got to print out my quotes from Luther on spiritual. I just ran a yeah, spiritual sure, eyes sure. through the logos and I've got all the quotes. So that I've got a folder now, which has my reading notes in it. So as I'm reading stuff and thinking about stuff, I've got a little just, a you know, a page folded over. I'm taking those notes. And then in the middle of that, I've got these my slip cards and a whole pile of them. So I'm writing notes and I'm thinking, okay, is this going to go in the article? Yes. Is this a permanent thought that I want to have? I'm putting it here and I'm putting it there. So I'm gathering this whole thing up. And then I think that it's going to be very interesting to see how. The whole thing sort of assembles itself, mm-hmm. so it's
0: exciting. It does assemble itself. It's amazing. It's exactly, we're talking about because everything you do with it assembles itself. Keep going. Keep going. It's, yep. it's so fun. So this is so this is great. So the slipbox idea, I think, I think we talked about it
1: last week, but I'm not sure if we. Yeah,
0: I, I, well we did, and I don't know that we have time today to really jump into that. Um, I want to press on uh, some of what you said and, and use the language I'm again I'm using so to distinguish between deep work and t work. Uh, and that, uh, or a deep note and a t note, and you know, as opposed to a permanent note, the the problem I have with the, the word permanent, as he d- defines it in the book, is it it does imply that you would never rewrite that. And I'm just not sure. I I, I that's the theory at all. The theory is you should always rewrite it or have the possibility. And and because I'm having to break that habit right now, I'm still like, oh, I'm just I don't want to rewrite it. I don't want to start a new note. And it's like this weird resistance I've got. I don't know where that came from. But you know, I, I'm trying to train the muscle to get over that because that's that. You have to start a new note. That's the whole point every time, start mm-hmm. a new note. And if you do that, it assembles itself. I I, uh, I want to share the mystical experience of, of backward engineering something on one yeah, page yeah. accidentally, getting to the title last, and then asking questions about how I got there and backward engineering, how I got to that backward engineered thing to realize it's backward engineering itself. But I didn't mean to do that, right? It's what the system kind of does. How do we teach that right now? Not in seven minutes. You go get How to Read Smart Notes by – or how to, how to Take Smart Notes by Sonka Ahrens or wait three months, God willing, and you'll have my version of it, which won't sound anything like it because it will talk about T notes and deep notes. And I, I got a bunch of other stuff that came out this last couple of days, but I'm also in a move. And so it's just in a, in a pile, which is how it works, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know where to go on that one. Um, I want to talk more about, about Slipbox. Uh, actually, I want to get back on though. So last week you told me don't confuse Evernote, Everbook with Slipbox. Yep. And I was I was like, okay, he's probably right. Everbook's his thing. And and I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think th- I think what you have done with Everbook already is the essence of the Slipbox idea, and that Sanka Aaron's view of the Slipbox is limited in scope. And yep. that I'm writing a book to prove you wrong actually <laughs> okay good i I'm, I'm glad for that um but, but, so, yeah yeah so what know.
1: the reason so the interesting thing so the slip- the slip box idea is that you have a c- you have a place where all of your thoughts are are, are externalized and and mingling with mm. one another, and w- the difference is so you have in, you have y- you captured like all thoughts in that whole thing. So to. the, the Slipbox idea, at least as the smart notes, is it's mostly like research, yep. um, writing, academic work. For us, it would be the things that are going to show up as sermons or Bible classes or online conversations, answers to questions, things like yep. this. But you've brought in all of the project thinking and yep. all of the to-dos and everything else like that. Yep. And you're... So and you're I'm developing all of your...
0: and you taught me last week. I'm actually developing this. I didn't realize I was making it up the whole time. I thought that's what the book was going to teach me. <laughs> no, it's not about that. The book's not about. That. So I finally realized. Oh, she's talking about something completely different. Oh, cool. But she doesn't realize what she's got. Oh my gosh. So I'm watching it happen. Is it a she? I thought it was a dude. Well, I was talking to Kuntz about it, and he says Sonka's is the girl's name. So uh, German. I don't know. You You Germans figured out. I'm a Norseman. I don't. I don't know. We ours are all called like Helga and stuff. Or something. Um, But, 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 okay. That was a distraction. Ah, crud. Back to, engineering. Figuring out, I'm actually developing this. Yes, I, I didn't, I don't, I'm not meaning to do this, but underneath my feet is arising a slip box, getting things done, daily management. It's its own slip box, because if you take the slip box concept I think the way she's going to intend it and the way you're using it, you have more than one slip box because eventually your projects get big enough that they aren't going to fit in that slip box if you're doing enough writing. If you're, going to, you're not going to publish 58 books and keep them in one box, which is the guy right. who originally did this, right? So you're, right. I've already got like a pile – I can't show you. I've got a pile of six cigar boxes on the other side of this, this monitor, and two of them have slip boxes begun in them for a particular huge-scale, lifelong project kind of thing. So just their own place. But then what I'm trying to figure out is where is the, the pull outline where you disengage your reference? And that's – you're using everything as reference still, your, your true deep notes. Um, how do you pull and disengage from reference into something that you would have on you in your Everbook that is in fact your everything I need today? It's just there. Right, and figuring out the rules for getting there, and I, again, maybe it'll all fail, but it feels like it's working, and that and again, it's backward mm-hmm. engineering itself. So I can only kind of see the intuition of where it might go, um, but it's it's really neat. Uh, the best thing I can compare it to is a choose-your-own-adventure set for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really quite. It's, it's like it's like a, a deck of magic cards. If you ever play Magic: The Gathering, it's like what am I going to draw, and do I need it now? And it's it's really. Awesome, actually, and even I'm terrified to say providential. Um, that's the closest I'll get to mystical, I think. But there's there's things that have shown up. It's like, well, they, I, that that works for Christianity, pretty nice. That's thank you, you know. However, that got there, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But but to discuss it in detail, there's you're right. There's a lot of education that we would need to do with people about the concept of smart noting to begin with.
1: the <sighs> The idea of the Everbook is this. Is why this works. Is because it's a it's a it's your own book where every page is detachable. Yeah, right. So so just, I mean that's just the that's the technological thing mm-hmm. for it. Every page is detachable and you can have books within books. But that's so, exactly what the slip
0: box is, though. It's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. So that's why it's like I think it's the same thing. But then what we've got now coming out of your and my ongoing conversation of getting things done and are stumbling into this other Form so so your Everbook is a way cooler thing to carry around than a cigar box. I mean I like carrying around my cigar box around my house doesn't fit my bag so well right mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. um and i love my little my little clipboard I've, I've got my everbook on a clipboard it is it is notes This is actually a blank one but there's all just note cards is on a clipboard and if i learn to take notes a little ways in i can actually use it as a book on the clipboard which is pretty sweet so it's got like a binder now building that into our everbook concept like oh my gosh that so blows a box out of the water so what we're trying to do with everbook brand is both in my mind brand the concept of smart money now and, and make it cool um smart and, no, smart notes. Smart noting, yeah. Um, And then um, uh, secondarily, provide a 21st century, pretty awesome, yet rugged, looking back, nostalgic answer to how you would carry one or four or ten of these things around in leather, right? So, yeah, Have I I
1: showed you how I recovered my – of course, there's a podcast, you can't see it, but I recovered my Bible, the piece of leather that I made the Ever book from. So how about that for the the
0: same size as our notes – so the product <laughs> – that's awesome. So the product that we're, you're developing, that we're developing under the brand of Everbook is a tool for the concept of Everbook, which is that you don't want a permanent binding on your own writing. And your own writing is something you need to do to get things done. Right, mm-hmm. uh, to get more good done—that's how that way do more good. Right, do more do good. More I haven't given up on that one at all. Um, in fact, oh, it's the choose your every book, the choose your own adventure to do more good tomorrow. That's the title of the book. Oh, um, nice. so yeah, uh, so we'll see, we'll see. I just keep letting it get written underneath me, and I keep hoping I eventually have a study that's put together. It's not, and it's eight thirty, which means our time's up, and that's going to be our rule. As cool as that was, Brian Wolfmiller is pastor at St. Paul Austin. I'm pastor at St. Paul Lutheran – I should say Lutheran uh, – Rockford, that's in Illinois, if you don't know that, and Austin is in the great state of Texas, though not everyone likes to admit that on a number of angles, I think. Um, uh, We'll be back next week with Stop the White Noise, trying to help you break through productivity and do it faithfully as a Christian. Um, I don't know how to end this show at all. Brian, you want to say just bye-bye or something? See you later.